Heavenly Father, we are here together in the name of Lord Jesus Christ on the first day of the week to receive your precious words that are spirit and life, the giving our soul and spirit the strength so that we may be able to overcome the sinful world, Lord. Please give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation and open our eyes of spiritual eyes of understanding so that we may understand your words to receive your words in our heart so that that the words rip hundredfolds, sixtyfolds, thirtyfolds. In the name of Lord Jesus Christ, Amen. Okay, let me read the book of Psalm chapter 81, verse 1 through 16. Sing loud unto God our strength, make a joyful noise unto the God of Jacob. Take a psalm and bring hither timbrel, the pleasant harp with a psaltery. Blow up the trumpet in the new moon in the time appointed on our solemn feast day. For this was a statute for Israel and the law of the God of Jacob. This he ordained in Joseph for a testimony when he went out through the land of Egypt where I heard a language that I understand not. I removed his uh, shoulder from the burden. His hands were delivered from the pots. Thou calledest in trouble and I deliver thee. I answered thee in the secret place of thunder. I proved thee at the waters of Meribah Selah. Hear, O my people, and I will testify unto thee. O Israel, if thou wilt hearken unto me, there shall low string strange and be in thee, and neither shalt thou worship any strange God. I am the Lord thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. Open thy mouth wide, and I will fill it. But my people would not hearken to my voice, and Israel would none of me. So I gave them up unto their own heart's lust, and they walk in their own counsels. All that my people had hearkened unto me, and Israel had worked on my way. I should sin, I should soon have subdued their enemies and turned my hand against their adversaries. The haters of the Lord should have submitted themselves unto him, but their time should have endured forever. 
he should have fed them also with the finest of the wheat and with the honey and uh, honey out of the rock should I have satisfied them. Amen. Yeah, people of Israel not have been hearkening, listening to the words of God. What about people in the church? Almost saying, little percentage people only want to hear the words of God. Long time ago, Bible study disappeared from most of the churches. Only worship. Actually, it's not worship. It's not worship. Such kind of worship cannot received by the Lord. You must understand what kind of world we live in right now. Just like the same world as the time of Noah. I hope, I bless all of you to have the eyes to see such kind of things around you every day. Even in school. Okay. The main scripture related to Solomon is 1 Corinthians chapter 4. 1 through 21. Yeah, let me read it for you, okay? 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1 through 21. Let a man sow a count of us as of the ministers of, the, of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. But with me, it is a very small thing that I should be judged of you or of man's judgment. Yeah, I judge not mine own self, for I know nothing by myself, yet am I not hereby justified, but he that judges me is the Lord. Therefore, judge nothing before the time until the Lord come, who both will bring to light the hidden things of darkness and will make manifest the counsels of the hearts, and then shall every man have praise of God. And these things, brethren, I have in a figure transferred to myself and to Apollos, for your sakes, that you might learn in us not to think of man above that which is written, that no one of you be puffed up for one against another. For who makest thee to differ from another? And what I hast thou that thou didst not receive? Now, if thou didst receive it, why? Doest thou glory as if those hast not received it? Now you are full. Now you are rich. You have reigned as kings without us. And I would be I would I, I would to God you did reign that we also might reign with you. For I think that God hath set forth us apostate last, apostles last, as it were appointed to death 
For we are made the spectacle unto the world, and to angels, and to men. We are fools for Christ's sake, but you are wise in Christ. We are weak, but you are strong. You are honorable, but we are despised. Even unto this present hour, present hour, we both hunger and thirst and are naked and are buffeted and have no certain dwelling place. And labor working with our own hands, helping reviled, we bless, being persuaded, we suffer it. Being defamed, uh, we entreat, we are made as the filth of this world, filth of the world, and are as the of Offscoring of all things unto this day. I write not these things to shame you, but as my beloved sons, I warn you. For though you have 10,000 instructors in Christ, yet have you not many fathers. For in Christ Jesus I have begotten you through the gospel. Wherefore, I beseech you, and be you followers of me. For this cause have I sent unto you Timotheus, who is my beloved son. Bring you into remembrance of my ways, which be in Christ, as I teach everywhere in every church. Now some are puffed up, as though I would not come to you, but I will come to you shortly, if the Lord's will, and I will know, not the speech of them which are puffed up, but the power. For the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. What will you? Shall I come unto you with a rod? Or in love and in the spirit of meekness. All right. You know, this message is a kind of reproofing message toward um, modern churches. Apostle Paul is witnessing the ministry received from God together with apostles such as Apollo and Peter. They are workers of Christ and are considered stewards of the mysteries of God. The stewards in the world manage the material of their owners. In particular, Apostle Paul testified that each time he wrote, he is the servant of the Lord Jesus Christ and also an apostle. Also by making himself known as a steward of God's mysteries, he made it clear that he was not the steward of material. 
This stewardship is the office given to the servants of the Lord who vowed to follow the apostles and serve the church. The mysteries of God are literally mysteries that cannot be known by the wisdom of man, the wisdom of the world, and the wisdom of rulers. In other words, if there is no Spirit of God, it is mystery that cannot be realized even if men study all their life in school. However, even an ignorant people who does not have the knowledge of the world can receive it with the wisdom of God given to him. Apostle Paul testifies that what is required of Christ's ministers, including himself, of God's mystery is found to be faithful. In other words, it must be judged according to whether the criterion of whether the servants of Christ are faithful or not is faithful to the work of God's ministry. Today, Christians see their own pastors judging whether they are faithful or not. We see subjective judgment by looking at human character and behavior, not the standard of God's word. However, the Apostle Paul clearly testifies through the Bible that it is possible to see whether the Bible understands the words of mystery received from God and teaches Christians about the standard of judging whether the servants of Christ are faithful or not. On the other hand, if they are teaching the mystery of God but are interested in uh, they are not teaching uh, the minister, uh, mysteries of God but are interested in material things and teach their Christian uh, the stewards in charge of money they are not faithful servants. Therefore, Apostle Paul testifies that he cannot judge himself by saying that it is very insignificant even if saints of Corinthian church or any other person make any judgment about him, against him, but only one Lord God. In other words, those who fail to receive the wisdom of God through the Holy Spirit and do not know the works of the Spirit of God will have no concern whatsoever judgment they make of themselves. Apostle Paul testified of spiritual person or natural person. But the natural person receives not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. For who hath known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. I'm talking about natural man, only one time birth, you know, by Allah's from mother's womb. And spiritual person is second birth through the Holy Spirit. Apostle Paul also testified about the judgment seat of Christ. That is, the Christian has to pass through judgment seat of Christ according to their work in this world. 
before I enter the kingdom of God in heaven. This is the last judgment of all Christians. Listen very carefully. We are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present, present with the Lord. Wherefore, we labor that whether present or absent, we may be accepted of him, but we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ that every one may receive the things done in his body according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. Or why dost thou judge thy brother? Or why dost thou shut at not thy brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. That's the reason we have to fear the Lord. We are saved by grace, you know, through believing Jesus Christ. But we shall be judged according to our work, good or bad. What is good? Work according to the words of God. What is it bad? Nothing to relate it to the words of God. Apostle Paul testified in details the seven mysteries of God. At the time of Apostle Paul, and even nowadays, there is extremely rare to find out them that teach the mysteries of God. Even though some of them understand the mysteries of God, they cannot teach them being afraid of judgment of the people, natural men, that are not born again. How can natural man in the church that is not be born again understand that Jesus the God was conceived in the Virgin Mary by the Holy Ghost? The probability of realizing the knowledge learned in the world is zero percent. But God says that the mystery of godliness is great without controversy. The mystery of godliness is what? Jesus born in Holy Spirit, in the body of virgin. That is the mystery of godliness. It means, you know, there was no, a great controversy. People gather together, you know, um, make a symposium, you know, uh, and bringing panels, you know, to discuss about, debate about the possibility of Jesus, you know, born in the body of virgin, you know. Without controversy, it doesn't matter. However, they just you know discuss a debate of Jesus Christ. No way to get conclusion. Nothing. They don't understand that. It means that human cannot understand even if they argued themselves. The mystery of Christ, second mystery of Christ, you know that Christ lives in the person who received Jesus Christ. Yeah. Only one Christ, in all real Christian, in them, Jesus Christ dwells. It's a mystery. And third one, born-again Christians become members of the body of Christ. And the mystery of the Church of God, who, beca who became the wife of Christ, as Eve was the wife of Adam. It's a mystery. 
how we can be wife of Jesus Christ. Sometimes we can be brother of Jesus Christ. Sometimes we can be son of Jesus Christ. A mystery. And next one, the mystery of the uh, great uh, mystery about of the rapture. That born again Christian are to rise again from the dead, to be with the immortal and incorruptible body. Yes, right. Who can believe it? Without Holy Spirit, nothing impossible. Nothing is possible. And next one, the mystery of the great Babylon, which is the fourth mystery that governs the world. The Roman Church become the great Babylon during the great tribulation. The mystery of Israel, finally, that Israel shall repent and believe in, in the Lord Jesus Christ, finally, and are saved and enter the millennial kingdom of Jesus Christ in near future. Yeah, all mystery. You know, Bible talking about mysterious words of God. Natural man cannot understand spiritual words of can you understand spiritual words of God? You are born again. But if not, you are not born again. You are natural man and woman. All right? You have to pray. Finally, Apostle Paul gives a message to the Corinthian church to reprove. This message is also the message of rebuking to the Laodicean churches, the modern church in the last days. At that time, Apostle Paul and his fellow servants suffered all kinds of sufferings as they traveled on the mission fields. They thought that they owned for themselves and became wealthy and lived like king. Yeah, this is also. You know, Christians and the pastors are living like king. Are suffering for the Lord. They thought they owned for themselves. Instead of thinking, oh, all things received from God. Never think that. Everything they position, they think they own. No, it's not. God deposited some of them to use in the future. Just like a bank. When they were born, they brought nothing. But they are not sad. They not sad of all their wealth from God, thinking they earned with their own efforts. But Apostle Paul encouraged Christians not to reign in this world, but to reign in Christ's kingdom in the future. Indeed, the life of this world is to deny themselves and take up their cross to follow Christ. But they did not know the meaning of no cross, no crown. Same thing. Modern Christians don't understand. Not understand no cross, no crown. But they think, you know, no cross, crown. Yes. Self-entered thought. Apostle Paul specifically testified to them spiritually ignorant what kind of cross he and his fellow servants are were taking. Listen. For I think that God has set forth us the apostles last as it were appointed to death for we are made a spect spectacle unto the world and to angels and to men. We are fools 
for Christ's sake. But you are wise in Christ. We are weak, but you are strong. You are honorable, but we are despised. Even unto this present hour, we both hunger and thirst, and are naked, and are buffeted, and have no certain dwelling place, no house. And labor working with our own hands, being reviled, we bless, and being persecuted, we suffer it, being defamed, we entreat. We are made as the filth of the world and are the obscuring of all things unto this day. Yeah, that is the life of you know servant of God. Apostle Paul rebuked the spiritual children who were reborn through the gospel be preached as if Father rebuked unfaithful son. Our Lord Jesus Christ also rebuked when he sees the corruption of the church purchased with his own blood. Looking, looking at modern churches, Laodicean church, and he urged to repent through Apostle John. Yeah, this is the message of Jesus Christ, you know, spoken to modern churches. I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou wert cold or hot. Then because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spread thee out of my mouth. Because thou says, I am rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched, and miserable, and poor, and blind, and naked. The Holy Spirit has given us a message of severe warning to those of us living in the last days in the wicked world through Apostle Paul. For we brought nothing unto this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. And having food and raiment, let us be therewith content. But they that will be rich fall into temptation, and a snare, and into many foolish and heartful lusts, which drown man in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted offer after they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Amen. I bless all of you understand this message. If necessary, repent. Okay? To be cold or hot, not lukewarm. Very dangerous situation we're living in. I bless all of you to be able to please the Lord answering this message. Amen.